I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Don't touch that dial. Adjust those bunny ears. Because what time is it, Jay? It's time for our bloodletting ritual. Wait, is this not the right? No, 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 no. This is the other thing. I'm sorry. It's time for sitcom My Face. I'm Jay. That's Nick. And what the hell are we talking about today, my friend? Well, this is the first episode of season two for us. And the way we're going to start things off is the end of the Civil War was near when, quite accidentally, we watched F Troop. (laughs) Ah. It was no accident, fortunately. We lost, I think, one of the last cast members. <laughs> another another death. He died in season one, so we allowed it. We allowed it. Like we said, no more fucking yeah. deaths. Okay? No more. We're that, done. That was it. But, yes, we're talking about F Troop. But first, you had a birthday, my friend. You, like, yes, two I days did. Ago. A couple of days ago, yep. What uh, what did you do there? Did you get some some spankings for your birthday? Hey 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 hey! Uh, uh just you know, uh, the the wife and I we hung out and uh, actually watched some old uh, comedy specials. <laughs> like I had just gotten the remember I was telling you I uh picked up the other two uh, streaming services, so I was just perusing and I'm like, oh shit, all these like uh, old comedy specials. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me at them. <laughs> what was the best one you watched? Uh, oh, uh, what, one of them I loved was, uh, if you remember Mitch Hedberg. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. you said, like, old old comedy specials. I thought you meant, like, old, like, Lucy TV specials. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not those. Like, like uh, Comedy Central. So, like, Central. stand-up comedy specials. Yeah, stand-up nice. comedy. Oh, uh, Mitch Hedberg, yeah. He was yeah. Uh, absolutely one of my favorite comedians of all time. Yes. Yeah, uh, I mean, awesome special. Awesome freaking special. Uh, when I went to L.A. last, uh, I'm going next month, actually, but the last time I was there was 2008, I believe, and we went to the L.A. Improv, oh. and they have a shri- had a shrine to him. Oh, Like, cool. as you walk in, there's, like, a brick wall, and it has a little uh Well, I think all, all, all improvs, I think, have to have a brick wall, but... Well, before you even get to the stage, though, right? Okay. So, like, the there's, like, this little uh, carved-out piece of the wall, and it had a picture of him, and there was so many candles melted down that wall, like, where oh, that wow. picture was, that it was, like, a giant hump of different colored wax. Like, they just constantly burned candles for him there. I thought that was amazing. Damn. I walked in there, and before I even saw a comedian, I was like, I'm home. If they love him that much, I'm home yeah. here. Yeah, and you know, so what was, what was cool. it? Two thousand five is when we lost uh, Mitch, right? I think. It, yeah, it was. Well, it was obviously before '08. Because yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Before, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they they had a sham to him beforehand. They knew what was I'll gonna ne- happen. Oh no! I'll never forget his guest appearance on that '70s show, a sitcom we will probably someday cover. Yeah, ma- ma- but you maybe remember the, when he maybe this he season- worked at the Burt? Uh, that would be great because there's a reboot yep. coming. Um. But you remember his bit where he worked in the burger shop 
And he he was at the working the counter, and I think it was Kelso comes up or something, and he's like, "I'll take two cheeseburgers or whatever." And Mitch goes, "I did not lose a leg in the war to serve burgers to teenagers." And Kelso <laughs> looks down, and he goes, "Dude, you have both your legs." He goes, "Like I said, I did not lose a leg in the war <laughs> <laughs> to serve burgers to teenagers." And I think that was his only bit, but I was like, "Worth it." Worth oh yeah, it, just to see, yeah. Especially with, else with, with, with his delivery, too. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Anyway, go watch uh, Mitch Hedberg after this show. Watch this. Yes. Then go check out Mitch Hedberg. So what else did you do for your birthday? Anything? Just watched comedy specials? Uh, watched comedy specials. Also, uh, you know, like uh, tr- treated myself, uh, you know, some uh, good Italian food. Because I've I've been watching my weight. Hey, I've lost almost 25 pounds so far. But Dan- Whoa! Okay, how can you watch your weight with Italian food? That's hard. No, no, but that's you know that was the cheat day. So oh, okay, you cheated with Italian food. Yeah. Mm, oh, you don't want to cheat on Italian food, bro. You're gonna get fucking whacked. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> what's the What's the best Italian dish? The best Italian dish. No, what's that's... your favorite Italian dish? Well, what dish, what if dish on your favorite Italian dish? <laughs> yes, it's the Italian dish dish. Um, mm. Yeah, well, one of my favorites is what I actually had uh, yeah, the other day. It's uh, chicken saltimbocca. And what the hell did you just call me? <laughs> oh, bro, I just asked you a simple question, man. No, no, it's you gotta it's go a, off on me like that. Ch- chicken breast, you know, uh, white wine sauce. Uh, with usually it has spinach, mozzarella, and uh, and uh, uh, prosciutto di parma on, so it's quite tasty. It's the little things, ain't it? Sure. Oh He's, yeah. I, like today at work, one of my coworkers she was making some crazy vegan dish with portobellas, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna steal some of those. <laughs> I just want, <laughs> and I actually made me an omelet with them. I was like, a portobello. Oh sweet, there you so go. Oh god. And it oh. was like, why? Did, I got done eating it. It was just like, it enveloped it. And I was like, why did, <laughs> how How can one mushroom just make your whole morning, you know? Nice. Yeah. But, but that's uh, life, friends. Exactly. Uh, but one other thing that I, I did get to do over the weekend, if, if you remember me telling you, I got to see Clerks 3 with the QA with uh, Kevin Smith. You, so the tour started in Jersey. Yes, it did. Yeah, you the, son of a bitch. What is it called? The Inconvenience Tour? They're bringing yeah. Clerks 3 around? Correct. Uh, my ticket is not till October 15th, I think it's here. Because okay. I'm flying to LA on, I believe, the 10th. And I'm coming back the 14th. And then my show is here. <laughs> you, 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 say, you say those dates like like I, I know your itinerary. <laughs> I'm going to be... By a mile from his house, and he's Damn. gonna be here. <laughs> I'm just like the irony. I'm flying out there. Yep. I'm right by his house, and then I have to fly back, back home to see to him, see in him my in my hometown. Like, now, you, you're you're gonna enjoy it. I, I, I'm quite Can sure. I wait. Cannot wait. I got another buddy going too now, so I bought his ticket for him. And oh, sweet. Is, 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 We're, is, I think we might do a marathon. We'll do a little Clerks 1 and 2 and then uh, can't wait. Can't yeah, wait! They, yeah, I was going to say, there's definitely callbacks to both in, in in this movie, so. I didn't see any deaths this week, so I, so far, I mean, I'm sure there were, 
but I didn't see yeah. any. So I think uh, the, the the Queen of England, but that's that's about it. Not a sitcom star doesn't count. No, um, no, no. I I don't know. Perhaps on a British sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> what if she ever guest starred on some British sitcom? <laughs> That's body, a good point. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to look into that one. <laughs> did, did the Queen ever star? Didn't they? On a British they faked sitcom? her as a guest on Friends, right? They had like mm. the back of the head or something, you know. <laughs> Just like the uh, in Seinfeld with the George Steinbrenner, uh, the the owner of the Yankees. They would just show Larry the back David. of him and. Uh, you know, talking to George. George. <laughs> Larry David doing his yep. crazy hand movements. Yeah. <laughs> so we were supposed to have um, our Another first guest. guest. Yeah. We were supposed to have, this was going to be the diverging of our guests on, on the show. Yep. And um, what happened? Well, let's bring our, our <laughs> guest is here. Killian. 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 We'll be our <laughs> yes, guest. Our, tonight, our first please. guest star will be Killian. <laughs> Killian, my uh, beloved, but he doesn't even give a fuck. He's not even coming. He's just like sleeping somewhere. <laughs> He's like, yes, that's my name. Okay, going back to sleep. Huh? <laughs> you got treats? No. Okay. Oh, I saw. I said the T word. He's probably gonna come running. Oh out. shit! But so, so, so what happened to your buddy? My good buddy Anthony, a uh, fellow actor. He's actually in the film with me that's coming out next month that we're going to LA for. Uh, was on his way here. He uh, made it about five miles from my house. And boom, smacked into the car in front of him, totaled his entire vehicle. Oh, no. The is car he, is in he, front of him. Is he okay? He, he is okay. The guy okay, he good, hit good. is okay. All the airbags deployed, but yeah. Oh, he, shit. Um, yes. So the, I guess the car in front of him stopped abruptly and boom, he's wailed right into him. So Damn. I mean, shitty. He called me up. And the funny thing was right before I left work today, I messaged him and I was like, hey, we still on for he was going to come early and then watch some more episodes with me of F True. Mm. And I was like, we still on for 435. He's like, yeah, I'll be there. And then he sent me a message that goes, oh, I can't make it. I got to help my third cousin move this or he made up some big fucking spiel like a joke, like why he could make it. And then after a minute, he's like, just kidding. You know, so when he called me, it was like, bro, I just. I just totaled my car. I'm like, I thought he was fucking with me again, right? I thought right. he was messing oh. with me. And Oof. I was like, I was like, bro, are you here yet or not? Just stop, stop kidding. He's like, I'm not kidding. I was like, now I don't. I'm like, I know you, but I don't know you that well to know if you're messing with me or not. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and I could hear him like he's. I'm gonna go ask him if he's okay, whatever. But I guess both him and the other driver are fine, but his car was totaled. He called Jeez. me back from the tow shop and showed me the car. It was bad. He, I was like, bro, you are lucky. He didn't get a scratch on him. I don't know how. Thank thank God. But I told him, I said, well, you know what you just did is you started the curse of the sitcom My Face Guests because watch <laughs> every freaking time there's going to be some crazy catastrophe that stops our guests from getting here now. So You know what? You're reminding me of my a couple of buddies and I. We used to play down in my basement. You know, like had a little band thing going. But mm-hmm. basically, we were Spinal Tap because we kept going through drummers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like after a few weeks, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not going to be able to make the Wednesday night anymore. Okay. Get a new drummer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm moving. 
okay yeah next it's like what what the hell <laughs> tony tony like i know you're gonna watch this and because he's gonna be like are you gonna tell my story he was kind of he was still hoping he could make it he's like my cousin's coming to get me but i don't think he's gonna want to come to the show <laughs> yeah but he really wanted to be even after uh, all that he was like man i want to be here so tony i love you buddy um we'll definitely hang out let's get some wheels under you again and not not Let's not do that shit, okay? Yeah, uh, let's let, let's let's skip that next time. But no, he's he's actually one of the nicest guys I know. I talk to him all the time. Um, I'm so glad I met him on that movie. He's such a cool dude, and I'm hoping that we get to fly out to L.A. together because I think that would make the trip but, just and, that and, much and, better instead of flying alone. Yeah, and what what is the movie uh, named again? Um, I don't want to say it right now because oh, I think okay. they're changing it. the The director, uh, well, one of. I, there's kind of two directors. I think one's technically a producer, but he helped direct. He told me that they're actually changing the name because oh, the title okay. doesn't play. Uh, it's it. very specific to Michiganders, and he doesn't think it's going to play to other con- or other um, cities. And even shopping it around L.A., he said that they don't typically understand the name. So okay. I'm going to save that for once I know exactly what it's called. Because okay, if I say it and then some other movie comes out with that name and... Pff- no oh, free dear. promotion. You want to you want you want to pay for promotion? Hit us up at sitcommyface exactly. at gmail. <laughs> yes, sitcommyface at gmail <laughs> Um, but yes. So sorry you can't be here, Anthony. But I'm glad you're okay. But man, so F Troop. Yes. Now you know th- this was a big throwback, you know, for me because you know one of the shows that I watched when I was young. It was one of those in syndication shows. Yeah. Now, now, this this was an interesting show because it only lasted two seasons. Two seasons, ABC sixty five to sixty seven, right? Yeah, and sixty five episodes for two yeah. seasons. Right, but this was a big a big one for me as a kid on uh, Nick at Night. You remember we talked about we talked about Night Court. Like, how does a Night Court comedy touch a child in such a massive way? This one I get right. Yeah, no, no, th- th- this and, one's and, definitely more <laughs> right. Do you do you think this was aimed at children or is this a whole family type of show? No, this is definitely a whole family uh, type of show. And oh, although when you talk about touching children, we'll get into that also <laughs> in a little bit, Melody Patterson. But uh... <laughs> I gotta say, dude, honestly, I don't know if it made me feel better or worse because uh, yeah, when I was I... a kid. God yeah. damn, I was all about her, man. I thought yeah, she was right, sexy. Wrangler Jane. Rang, Wrangler well, let, Jane. Well, let's go over the cast while we're while we're in the early steps here. So they got uh, Ken Berry, who we As all Captain know and Wilton love. Parameter. Pa- uh, Parameter. Uh, param- it's like I keep wanting to say parameter, but it's Parameter. <laughs> Sorry. Parameter. Yep. Wilton Parameter. Um, we we knew him from uh, just the tail end there of the Andy Griffith show, which we did an episode about. Right. He was on the spinoff RFD. Yeah, Mayberry RFD. I know I know him mostly from Mama's Family, and this. that's where most people I think would know him from. Yeah, I loved him on. I like I like I said I loved this show as a kid. I loved mm-hmm. Mama's Family. I remember that was one of the weird uh shows that would air before i went to school for some reason one of the net one of the networks had it on at like (laughs) seven in the morning or something so i'd be getting ready for school watching mama's family and i always thought he was hysterical on there i I watched those first run 
and as, and as a kid, I also knew him from the second Herbie movie. <laughs> I can't wait till we do Mama's Family too, because that's got a weird run. Do you know like how that worked when they canceled it and then brought it back? That that, that was strange. <laughs> yeah, that's why the cast changed a lot is because of that. Right, but he was really funny on that, and um, he was a dancer, which yeah. This guy rivals fucking Jack Tripper yes, on this show. Th- th- with the from, Pratt Falls. Oh, his Pratt, his physical comedy is so good. Yeah, in fact, th- there was one episode, I'm trying to remember which one, there is a series of, it, it reminds me of like a Bugs Bunny cartoon where like, like the, the, the character is walking along and then- Is that like, when like, he's reading? Like he does that a yes, lot where he, he's yeah, reading. He, he's reading and as he's- Walking, flipping over he, things. Yeah, he's flipping yeah. over things, and, and you know, like, and you know, just like he's walking on things, and you know, something comes up. So now, all of a sudden, he's got a path to keep going. It, it's just really like, uh, like a cartoon. Yeah, like he's just ducking under horses and stuff without even looking, and flipping over railings. And I would love to see John Ritter and him yeah. in a, you know. Uh, Pratt, uh, Pratt fall Falls off. off. Yeah. Pratt fall off. Yeah, that would be amazing. That that really He's would so be good. amazing. And I saw a really late in life interview with him, and he he credited all that to his dancing. Like, he really wanted to do musicals. He said, "I I I'm not surprised because of the agility required to do some of the things safely that he that he did. <laughs> yeah, you know, without actually hurting himself." <laughs> He was actually in the army. Okay. You know who he served under as another famous actor from this era? From I'll, I'll give you the show, Star Trek. Uh Oh, um James Doohan? Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy, okay. He was in the army and served under Leonard Nimoy. That's interesting. How weird is that? <laughs> You see, I, th- I thought it was Dewan, because if you ever look up James Dewan, who played Scotty from the uh, Star Trek show, j- j- just look up how much of a badass he was. It's amazing. Really? <laughs> All right, so who else uh, we got on this cast? Forrest Tucker. Forrest Tucker. I love on this show. I don't know him from anything else, though. Do you? Was he more of a stage actor, I think, right? I, I I do know him from, yes, I believe he was a stage actor. I do know him from something else, but I'll say it after we introduce the next character. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay, I do. I, I know of it, but I've never seen it. So yes, I grew up with He plays Sergeant O'Rourke, mm-hmm. who's kind of the straight, straight man of the group, I would say. The straight man and... The con, the con man. man. <laughs> the con man. <laughs> Which is actually really great for a show like this to have kind of a character that is kind of seedy. Right. But but seedy in, in, in not the scummy way, but just, just a little well, you know. He's very know. he is greedy though. There's some we'll talk about some episodes. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's definitely greed involved, but yeah, he's out to make a buck. It's O'Rourke Enterprises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so his buddy there, uh, Larry Storch plays Corporal, Corporal Agarn. Agarn. Yes, Cor- Corporal Agarn, who who actually he had just passed not long ago. Larry Storch. Yes, uh, and, and, and that's fact, the reason we're covering think, this show. Yes, th- this is one of the reasons we decided to start with F Troop for season well, two. Which um which TV character went to the Larry Storch School of Acting there, Nick? What TV character? 
there's a TV character on a certain show that I love who attended the Larry Storch School of Acting. And I believe he also guest starred on the on, on an episode. They mentioned that a few times, and then I believe he guest starred as himself. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm, it is I'm, not a show we've covered technically. Our... We've talked oh. about. The ah, show okay, okay. I, I, all right, all right, all right. Okay, it's gonna be. Uh, uh, is it Ed O'Neill? It is Kelly Bundy on Married with Children. Oh, to the, act, uh, when she got into game. acting and was doing all the commercials and stuff, she went to the Larry Storch School of Acting. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> now, that's a weird so, tie-in. <laughs> yeah. Beaver was also on there, too. Jeez. They used to bring a lot of those old TV stars on there. I think those writers and producers had a real love for old shows. Oh, yeah. De- de- definitely... There are shows where you will see that love shown. Oh yeah, and yeah, you know, like and 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 have the different guest stars like you know, we, they'll talk about particular people, and then you know when they can, they'll actually have them on. As long as so, they- I assume the show that you are talking about those two actors is Ghostbusters. Yes, the, from the what seventy five. Yes, it, it was a. I believe it was a filmation show, live action. Filmation is known for doing only a lot fifteen of- episodes. Yeah, and, and it, uh, Filmation's mainly known for doing a lot of animated shows, but they did do also some live-action shows. One of them was The Ghostbusters, which was, which had one of the most god-awful theme songs. How, how good a singer do you think Forrest Tucker and, uh, and uh, Larry Storch are? Well, Larry Storch is a very good impressionist, but is he not a good yes. impersonator of singing? <laughs> Well, that's the interesting part because I think Forrest Tucker's voice kind of drowned him a little bit, but the whole like thing was like, "We're the Ghostbusters, we're the Ghostbusters," like over and over, and it's like it's like the the names were it's like I was like, "I'm Spencer, he's Tracy, I'm Kong." Yes, Forrest Tucker was Kong, and the other person on that team was a gorilla or a guy in a gorilla suit. That when I Tracy. saw that today, I also saw that um, your most underutilized actor was on there, Ooh. Ted Knight. Oh, nice, nice. Was he not a regular on there? He must have been a guest there or something. Uh yeah, he he might. He have was been. like yeah, fourth like, build on IMDb for that. Oh, then he may have been in multiple episodes. But yeah, it it, it was a short-lived show, but it's just one that I remember and. For for your childhood, I'm guessing, were you a fan of the real Ghostbusters? The animated show? The animated show, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then did you have this thing against this other show called Ghostbusters? I think I know the one you're talking about that looked real wacky. It looked a little Scooby-Doo-ish, right? Yeah, it looked a little Scooby-Doo-ish. And it was based on the old Ghostbusters thing with Larry Storch, Forrest Tucker. It's and so a guy weird. in a gorilla suit. Yeah. <laughs> their pet gorilla yeah <laughs> but yeah so, so th- th- that that those were the the first then let, let, who's next on our uh, casting list there uh one of my first crushes for sure uh, I, I had a thing for blondes man cartoon redheads and actual live blondes are my thing <laughs> okay there we go <laughs> so i melody patterson man i when i was a kid dude i thought she was the most gorgeous thing ever and yes, now one of the most badass women uh, yeah. on TV at this time, you got to think, right? 
Yeah, it, it, she she actually had some skills, like, in the show, she had some skills, like, you know, like, with the, um, you know, the lasso twirling the, the gun, and, you know, like, and some of the other, and the lasso, she actually had skill, because she was actually a good, uh, she was a big fan of the movie Calamity Jane. I was watching an episode, and it was supposed to be, like, her showing off a bunch of tricks, right? And yep. the camera starts on her back. And I was like, oh, so it's not her doing it. It's like a right, double it's a or double. something. But then mm-hmm. she turns around in in shot yep. and is still doing the tricks. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, is she actually doing those tricks? Like, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. No, no, she, she was good. Like I said, she was a, a big fan of uh, Calamity Jane. And that's actually part of why she, for a lark, auditioned for Jane. <laughs> Like, the, she's actually riding horses quite often. She'll ride yes. in and out of the damn shots on horseback, you know? Yeah, because like, she, she, she was the postmaster for, for the Let's uh, not stop sport. and pretend that's an easy task to work, no. one, with any animal, and two, a horse? Yep. She's a little girl. That's a big-ass horse, man. And speaking was, of her being a little girl, you want to go into a little more of the story of Melody Patterson? This is why I'm like, I was like, I don't know if it makes me feel better or worse that I learned yeah. this. Yeah, I learned it like yesterday when I was doing research. Yeah. And um, so, like I said, I had a huge crush on her when I was a kid. Turns out when she auditioned for F Troop, she told them she was 18. Yes. And how old she was, was she actually at the time? 15 years old. When she auditioned. When she auditioned. <laughs> and so the show is only two seasons. She was 16 and 17 17. years old when she did the show. Now, um, I even watched a YouTube doc. I will link it below. There's some woman, um, I guess she does old television reviews, but she does them kind of from a um, a feminist standpoint, I guess. Okay. So it was kind of interesting. I didn't find, I was trying to find some kind of doc or something about F Troop. I really didn't find much, but I found her video. So I'll link that below while, uh, when we're done here, but um, check that out. Yeah, um, she's talking about not only how um, amazing this character is for this time, but she's talking about her being the aggressor romantically. Yes, for Wilton. Yeah, which yeah, 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 yeah. You well, didn't Wrangler really Jane see was a lot. The, the the one really instigating things all the time. But but basically knowing this about Melody Patterson, yeah, it, it, it's it's just like. Like you said, I don't know how to feel knowing that it's like, okay, here's this 16, 17 year old girl wa- making out to with a 30 to 40 out. year old man. Yes. And aggre- like she aggressively kisses him. Yes. Not only yeah, him, was- but other characters on the show. Yes, actually. Yeah. The, the, the one that we were just, uh, yeah, one of the last ones you watched, I guess. Larry Storch was, when she she's him when he's in Indian Larry Storch Garb or thinking it was Wilton, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, once Garb. you learn that and you start watching it, you go, ooh, God. But so they said that they were seven episodes in before they learned of her real age. Yeah, that that's crazy. I don't know if the laws were just not that strict back then or if there was maybe she was emancipated. Possibly. Uh, Daniel Harris from like the Halloween films, I know at one point got emancipated to do Halloween six, but then didn't end oh. up getting it. She literally went through the whole process to get emancipated so she could work the hours and then they didn't even cast her. Oh, geez. Um, Mila Kunis was another one. very similar. She lied about her age to get on that 70s show. I think wow. she was like 14 or something in the first season of. Damn. 
Yeah, I was going to say the yeah I, yeah I'm not sure what the child labor she laws was were. Jackie ba- for anyone ba- who doesn't back know then, me. Yes. <laughs> in that 70s show, but yeah. And, and 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 the crazy thing is, you know, she she is now married to Aston Kutcher, her boyfriend or the first boyfriend from that 70s show. But same thing, I think he was what like 20 or 21 making out with a 14-year-old in the first season of that show? Yeah, that's That's kind freaking of, weird, man. Like Yes. It's like now that they're married, it's like, oh yeah, the, you know, like a six-year yeah. uh, difference is not a big thing. When yeah, you're once older. you reach a certain age, yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah, back then it's like, oh. Well, even no, when I'm 35 no. now and they're 18, no big deal, right? Uh. <laughs> right, Nick. <laughs> uh, l- let me check my notes. Ladies, uh, hold on, uh, ladies. Uh, call me, baby. <laughs> I'll be right back now. But um. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's amazing though, you know, like how you know, like how good she was on this show. For like I said, not even just for a woman of this time, but it it really is different than a lot of women you see in shows like this. Correct. She straight up murders people. And yes, she, I, <laughs> the first was it the first episode? She's like killing. Yeah, I think it was the first episode. Yeah, she, she she's gunning <laughs> down some of the. Yeah, the, the uh, uh, what was the other the tribe sugar, of Indians? Shug, the sugar, uh, Indians, sugar, yeah. shugs, something. I'm assuming all of the other tribes are also fictional on this show. Well, except one ones that get mentioned. You know, they they mm. mention actual tribes, but the ones that are shown on the show, yeah, are fictional. Which brings us to our last major cast member. Is that uh, Frank there? Frank Frank Dakova as uh, Chief Wild Eagle yes. of the Hakawi yeah. tribe. And, tribe. And, and, and and why are they called the Hakawi tribe, Jay? Love this clip I found where he's talking about how <laughs> the, they were they left they left the east because of the pilgrims and they were traveling west and they got lost and at some point someone in the tribe goes, "Where the Hakawi?" <laughs> As in, where the heck are we? Yeah. Where the heck are we? Now, I'll say it now. I was going to save it for a trivia question later. But do you know the original name they wanted for the tribe on the show that the censors did not allow? I know I read it, but I cannot remember it. It wasn't where the heck are we. It was where the fuck are we? Oh, <laughs> fuck out. F- yes. <laughs> So it was a much more blue joke that the writers tried to sneak past the censors and they said, and said no. So <laughs> the fuckawi became the heckawi. The which I thought was really funny. Yes. And and and, and they are the, <laughs> the, the the peaceful tribe that is uh not far from Fort Courage. As he always where- says, we're not fighters, we are lovers. He says yes. that quite often on the show. Now this guy, uh Frank Dakova, he Apparent, I think I read he was Italian. Is that correct? Oh yes, he, he was Italian. In fact, some of his other uh, like big roles, or whatever, he was usually playing Italians, like you know, like mobsters or. Um, I guess he was often cast because of his look as Native Americans or Mexican mm-hmm. or a lot of these other ethnicities. Like they said that he was an ethnic actor, which was a big thing back then. Like I think, like what's the most famous Native American that? People know, like, from the commercial, the crying Indian, right? Yes, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, keep America beautiful. He wasn't beautiful. even an Indian, right? He was Italian as well. Yeah, isn't he that was crazy? An Italian. 
Yeah, it, it, it's it's strange how back then they couldn't get or they just didn't get uh, Native American actors to play Native Americans. They would get, you know, usually Italians or someone of an ethnicity ethnicity that would look <laughs> words. Yes, words are problem. English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? <laughs> Look at Where the, the big fuck are we? Uh, uh, <laughs> now, every time we lose our place in the show, we should be like, where, <laughs> where the, the fuck, fuck are we? Where the fuck were we? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that that was a common theme in, back in the day. Now, you know, there are more Native American actors and actresses. F Troop comes out in 1965, and we're probably right there in the heat of all these crazy spaghetti westerns, right? Yep. Yeah, the the, the Clint Eastwood. Uh, so uh, this is almost a parody of those type of westerns, and those. I'm assuming there was a lot of shows too at this point. Yes, there were well, western back, shows. Back back then, that was a big thing. In fact, the guy that did the um. The theme, well, there were two guys that did the theme to uh, F Troop that you know, we'll go into in a moment. But William Lava, or Lava. Lava? Yes, well, yeah, William Bill Benjamin Lava. That's a sweet-ass name, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that name's hot. He, he actually had some other themes that he had done, I believe, that were Looney Tunes and Merry Mel- Melodies. Uh, he actually did the... And he composed and sang the themes to the TV Western series Cheyenne and the theme from Gunsmoke. Those were his. Really? Gunsmoke, I think, ran for a really long time, too, didn't it? Wasn't that one of the high up there for a long time? Like, yeah, most episodes uh, well, or gu- something? Gu- Gunsmoke, also Bonanza. My Three Sons was a crazy long-running show, too, for some reason. Yes. Yeah, which we should do at some point, too. <laughs> I remember, I think that it was The Simpsons or something. I remember they made a big deal when they beat, like, My Three Sons because it had the most episodes ever. Right? I think it was maybe around 300, and they beat that, of course, now, what, oh, yeah. 15 years ago. But I remember and them going, going, like, we beat them! <laughs> and then I think Law & Order was up there, too, but that original one ended, so they're not adding more to that anymore. But... Again, back in your, your late 50s, early 60s, you know, the advent of TV and and uh, a lot of the shows, besides your sitcoms, a lot of the action shows were westerns. You, know, you had The Rifleman, you, you had Bonanza, you, you, there was, uh, what was it, Matt Dillon, there was a whole bunch of uh, westerns back then. So I think F Troop was parroting off that, and as you said, the... Uh, spaghetti westerns of the time as well in like native american representation is always like still kind of been off it feels like yeah i i, I will say actually i was watching a show uh earlier too um a, a uh a new sitcom it's in it's in his second series uh if you like alan tudyk he's got a show called resident alien where he actually plays an alien uh you know space alien uh but He's the one from a Tucker cup- and Dale, right? Uh, I think I know he was also on uh, Firefly. He's done tons of voice work. Yeah, he he he's he's been everywhere and anywhere. But um, the, the this uh the show Resident Alien actually has a lot of Native American representation as far as a- 
actual actors and actresses that are Native American. Because it takes it takes place in Colorado. It's really hard watching a show like F Troop that I've always loved so much and revisiting it, you know, with new eyes and you go, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really hard to separate your love for something that you held so dear in your childhood and then go, wow, this some like certain elements hold up amazingly well, shockingly well. And some things, yeah. usually the not race so stuff, much. not so much. Yeah. So. Like, that's, speak of some of the other actors that you know made appearances as as Native Americans in this show. So um, I told you to watch the Bald Eagle episode, which I think was like episode four. It was pretty early. Uh, they, uh, well, uh, he might five, I think. Yeah, he might have been on another one. I didn't rewatch yet, but I think he might have come back in season two at some point. Don Rickles, who everyone loves as Mister Potato Head and Toy yeah, Story, and and, and, and Mister Warmth, the uh, you know the, the uh, yeah. insult comic, famously an insult comic. Strangely, I think um, best friends with like John Stamos toward the end. That was weird. Yes. A full house. Uncle Jesse for kids who don't know. <laughs> so he plays this character Bald Eagle because he's bald and he's on there in uh, red face, unfortunately. Right. And all about there's a lot of scalping jokes and a lot of Indian giver jokes and a lot of, you know, all this stuff. Oh, God. Yes. A lot of the, you know. Oh, oh yeah, that whoa, shit. Whoa, whoa. you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. And it's again, it's hard because you're like, I love Don Rickles. But what and, the and, fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and, and his character. Yeah. Like you said, he's you know, talking more about scalping and 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 ki- and killing you know, like the, the soldiers. Kill, kill, kill. Yeah, it's like, it's like his kill, kill, kill. <laughs> it's like, OK, turn it down a little bit, Don. <laughs> As I was telling you, I was watching one earlier and this is season two, one of the color ones. I didn't even recognize him. There's a character, uh, Flaming Arrow, and he's, again, it's another white guy in red face, and it's, at the end, it goes guest starring Phil Harris, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's Baloo the Bear from Disney's The Jungle Book. (laughs) Because the whole time, I'm like, man, his voice sounds familiar. It would have been great if he just, like, burst into bare necessities on the... uh (laughs) <laughs> but like so your main your main native american chief is italian um his what's his cohort who's actually pretty funny crazy cat crazy cat crazy yeah, cat i line, think that's yeah. a white guy right <laughs> yes oh yeah no those those guys are definitely oh yeah um all your guest stars i watched one with some like some brothers supposed to be native american clearly like especially when they go to color it becomes super obvious very apparent the face paint the bronze face paint or whatever Mm -hmm. tell me if you got this too but the first season and i don't know if it is because of the black and white thing the first season felt a little smarter to me than the second season just seemed to rely a little more on slapsticky the second season was definitely am i crazy in that or is that no you're 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 you're, you're well in there because First season, I think, yeah, was you know smarter. The second season, more slapsticky. Uh, also, I th- I think a lot of guest starring in the second season versus the first season, where yeah, you had occasional guest stars, but you said that it, yesterday it was, when we touched base. But honestly, there's so many guest stars in the first season. The problem is too, yeah, you don't recognize them because they're all in red face. Well, some of them, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the guest stars are playing fucking Native and, American. And, and, and if it's not that stereotype, it could be gypsies like Zsa Zsa Gabor. <laughs> Did she play a gypsy like, in this? 
Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she played uh, with uh, two other women that the, you know, gypsies that their uh, they, they, their carriage got lost from like the wagon train, and you know, wind up in town. And of course, being gypsies, they're ripping off you know the men, you know, reading, you know, telling fortunes and such. Don't forget, and they curb also- your enthusiasm, fans. Gypped is a is a slur. Yes. There we go. <laughs> but um. But but the, yeah, the the gypsies also the, the 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 funny part about the thing is they convince Agarn that he's actually a long lost gypsy prince, and yeah, like basically like they're after all his money. Yeah, uh, Agarn does a lot of cross dressing in that second season. I noticed, and a lot of like he it became it became every episode. I think maybe he became the standout, right? Yeah, Larry Storch became, became the, st- the standout star. And yep. it was a lot of him pretending to be someone. So a lot of episodes began to end with him impersonating so-and-so. Like, I watched one where he impersonated uh, George Washington. He's dressed as a woman. Okay, so the the one with the two brothers. Did you see that one? The Loco Boys or something? Uh, uh No, I, I don't know if I saw the Loco Boys. but Two I white saw guys in- playing Native Americans. They kidnap the captain, but they just want to be his friend. But the rest of the troop is trying to get them out of this cave they send up wrangler jane she's like oh boys and they're like meh get out of here and then they go back and they go no they need they want an indian woman and they put fucking agarn in a dress in garb okay and he goes out there with like they say it's a wig made of horse tail and he's out there wiggling around and then they're like oh yeah yeah and they're chasing him around and stuff (laughs) (laughs) like what the fuck it became a lot of that in the season, second season. I mean, there's still funny moments, and the yeah. chemistry's still there, but I thought they relied a little bit too much on him pretending to be somebody else. Well, another common theme I, I found in the show, I think it was also more in the second season, somebody playing two characters. Yeah. And he played like five characters or something or ridiculous in this show. Yeah, like the, the the first episode of the second season, which I love, has uh, Paul Lind uh, in it. You know, the, uh, fa- famous of being the center square of Hollywood Squares back in the day. Um, uh, Bewitched, right? Yes, Bewitched. Yeah, yes. that's why I know him best from probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can watch some of the old Hollywood Squares highlights, though, from the old show, it, it'll freaking Floria. Speaking of the- Larry, Larry Storch and his impersonations, I read one thing, and uh, Lord knows if it's true because it was on the internet, but it said that he actually trained um, Sammy Davis Jr. in a lot of impersonations. I did hear that. I did hear, actually, that uh, he, uh, he actually had a relationship with uh, Sammy Davis uh, doing that. Hmm. But uh, uh, Agarn, though, yeah, in that one episode, he's playing his, his cousin from Canada. Yeah, like uh, Lucky Pierre. You know, with, he played with a, a lot of accent. his relatives. Yeah, <laughs> even in flashbacks, like there was, I saw one clip where he was, he was taught like quoting his grandmother or something, and it cuts to him. What's the painting? The woman facing the side. Oh, uh, Whistler's mother. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like he's dressed like Whistler's mother, and even the camera's like over to the side. And he's quoting his grandmother and, like, looks over at the camera and says the line. But it's his voice coming out of the grandmother. Like, stuff like that when he would be telling a flashback story. So, as it went on, you could definitely tell that he became 
more a focus, which is strange to me. Yeah. I think Forrest Tucker is actually supposed to be the star of the show, right? Yeah, I believe he was first build. If when you yeah. watch the first season, yeah. Forrest Tucker is first build, Larry Storch is second, then Ken Berry. Yeah, isn't that then weird? Me- <laughs> Melody the captain Patterson. is the the third yeah. star of the show. Oh, although the story of the thing is more based on the cap on Captain Parmiter. <laughs> the story but, of the uh, thing. Should we go into the theme song? Well, like the actual. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? 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 One. One thing before that. Yeah. The the other great thing about Corporal Agarn, you know where he's originally supposed to be from? He, he mentions it in uh, a few times. I don't know. Passaic, New Jersey. <laughs> Not far from me. Nice. The um, <laughs> the the theme song. I is weird. I love the theme song. Yes. It's one of those story theme songs where it tells you every fucking bit of the yes. story, kind of like the Beverly Hillbillies theme or the Gilligan's Island theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, uh, that was for some reason those time. really work for me though. Like I love, I love a, it's a good setup. You know, it's just like here's what you need to know. Yep. Goodbye. Which is weird. It is weird. They dropped it in the second season, like you said. Yeah, it was strange. They dropped they, the they lyrics. They still had the. Say. They, they, yeah, they they just had. You know, the instrumental version of it. I was like, wait. Now, the strange thing is, I loved, well, as a kid, you know, like when I was watching this, I, you know, like I, you know, like I used to enjoy watching, but as a kid, I was always like, oh, please be in color. I just wanted it to be in color back at the time. It's like, you know, because I watched things in both color and black and white back in those well, that's days. That's funny because I, I have the two DVD sets here of the two seasons. And when I watched it as a kid, I don't rem- I didn't remember any color episodes. So oh wow! I, okay. Um, it wasn't until I bought the DVDs, honestly, when I popped it in, and I was like, "Oh, there was a color season." Like, yeah. But and and what's strange is first season is all black and white. Second season is all color. Now the actually the back of this box says, "F is for funnier in full color." Season two. Oh wow. Tr- <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll uh, weigh in on whether it was the funnier of the seasons. Again, as well, I think we already weighed in on that. It was definitely, I think, better in the first season. So what but, are the, you know, the lyrics? Can you give me the lyrics without looking? Let's see. Let's see. The end of the Civil War was near when quite accidentally a hero who sneezed uh, abruptly seized, seized. Uh, re- retreat, retreat. retreat and reversed into victory. Yep. His medal of honor pleased and thrilled his proud little family troop. Family troop. While pinning it on, some blood was spilled. spilled. And (laughs) so it was planned he'd command F troop. F troop. Where Where Indian Indian fights are are colorful colorful sights. And nobody takes a licking. Where, okay, sorry for the language here. Pale face and red skin both turn chicken. Right. It's It's a Native American tribe that is so peaceful. (laughs) <laughs> that's yes. the whole joke and they're doing this business with the tribe they're making souvenirs yep but they're doing it all behind the captain's back so they have to constantly trick the captain into thinking the tribe is a, a threat so the the troop can stay there basically because they yep. he's like if the government learns that this tribe we're is peaceful money. we're making money with them one they're gonna yep. want some of that money and two they're gonna just disband the damn fort so all right yep. what's the last Oh, the last piece of the uh, 
the song? This says, when drilling and fighting get them down, they know um, their morale can't droop. Can't droop. As long as they all relax in town before um, they resume with a bang and a boom. And a boom. F troop. F troop. Right. And, of course, they add uh, Frank there in the opening as a credited yes. character in the second for the, season. For the second Yes. Who are your other favorite? Do you have any other favorite characters that weren't the main cast there? Um, enjoyed Dobbs, who Dobbs, you, you the brought, bugler. brought to life. Yeah, Dobbs the bugler, who couldn't play really the bugle. He, the one thing he could, could play was Yankee Doodle. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, Re- Reveille, uh, uh, Taps, all those other things. Yeah, he couldn't play them. <laughs> the things yeah, he's supposed to be able to play. I totally was like, why the fuck do I know this guy's face? And it was the, it's, he's the uncle from the, the Teen Wolf n- movies. N- Teen n- Wolf not 2. uncle. I think that th- uh, he's the dad, actually. Uh, ha- how was it? Oh, is he? Harold, Harold Howard. He's I was Harold thinking he Howard. was the dad in the second one, but he's the, actually, he's the dad in the first one. Yes. Oh, yeah, because the he's one. the dad in the first one, and then he's the uncle in the second one, right? Second one, yes. That's yeah, why I was thinking. The second one, he's thinking. the uncle. Okay, yeah. yeah. He, but he's he's uh, Michael J. Fox's dad, Scott Howard, That's right. in the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, Vanderbilt, the, the guy that basically couldn't see. <laughs> they and, put the blind guy in the, in the lookout tower. tower. Yeah. So him, Dobbs, and I think Duffy were the other three that were kind of always there. Yes. Vanderbilt's yeah, the, the blind guy in the Watchtower, of... which I love. Oh, the other favorite character that, not a human, but the cannon. I would call the yes. cannon in this show a great character. They have a misfiring cannon that is just constantly doing something wrong. Usually shooting down the Watchtower, but also other... <laughs> yes, but most of the... T- yeah, that, that is another uh, recurring theme. <laughs> the, the falling Watchtower. A lot of times, like you said, it's from the cannon because uh, they they go to sh- uh, shoot the cannon. The fuse goes out, like you know, it, it finishes, but the cannon doesn't go off. So what does Corporal Agarn do? He always like kicks the wheel. The wheel goes under it. It fires, hits the uh, leg of the watchtower, and the watchtower right. falls. I just I do love Vanderbilt in the watchtower all the time. Like the 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 attacking tribe will be right at the gate and you, it just it goes all's well yeah. <laughs> like, and they're like what <laughs> he can't see us so i wanted to kind of look at more in this season two some of the directors and writers i thought i was like I, the more i was listening to our shows I was like, yeah, we don't really talk about them as much so i thought maybe i would just kind of look at the most prominent writer and director for each show maybe we cover Okay. I might need you to remind me in the future to continue to do that. but uh, I will do so. So, a director, uh, the most prominent I found for F Troop, he directed 19 episodes. Uh, his name was, looks like, Charles R. Rondis. Um, he directed things like The Odd Couple, which I know somebody here loves. Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman. BJ and the Bear. A bunch of episodes of that, I think. Oh, my God. BJ and the Bear. Get Smart. Oh, great sitcom. Yes, we will definitely get to. And I believe the Partridge family. Oh, wow. So this guy had. We'll be bringing. This guy had a little bit of everything on his resume. So, I mean, that's. Yeah, that's that's pretty diverse of shows there. When you look at that time, when was Wonder Woman? 70s? 
Wonder Woman was the uh, uh, the mid seventies to late seventies. Yeah, BJ and the Bear was late seventies to early eighties. I think that was his last credit. So he maybe he died right after that or retired right after that. I'm not sure, but yeah, get get smart was sixties. Right. So he had a good span there. Yeah, but he directed 19 episodes of this. The writer was credited on 30 episodes of the 65 for F Troop. Wow, Arthur Julian. He had Maud, Give Me a Break. Oh, wow. <laughs> MASH. He did an episode or two of MASH. I found one really weird show that I had never heard of. Uh, uh, well, the one I sent you earlier with Tony Randall, which I had never heard of. Love Sydney. Love Sydney. You said you had seen that at some point? Yes. Yeah. As a kid, you know, like, you know, the odd couple was already done in that. And it's like, oh, they're bringing Tony Randall back for a show. And I watched a couple episodes and realized, eh, not into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other random show I found in that vein, I guess. It's called Mr. President. Have you heard of this show? It was 24 episodes in 87. Oh. I'm trying to remember who was in that one now. It starred, who was it? It starred um, George C. Scott. Yes. Okay. Here, now, here's the fun thing. That was one of the original sitcoms for Fox. It was a Fox sitcom. Yes. That was and a Fox sitcom. That, well, the original Fox sitcoms, you had, or, or you know, shows, you had Married with Children, you had um, the Tracy Ullman show, which then spawned The Simpsons. Well, that's why it hit me, is I'm like, I can't picture George C. Scott starring in a Fox sitcom. And you know who stars yeah. with him? That I don't remember. Conrad Bain. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Mr. Drummond. I was like, what the hell is this show? From our surprise winner of three awards from our season one. And I believe he also wrote for Amen, which is the one other show I didn't know existed with Sherman Hemsley. Sherman Hemsley. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we can get to that one day because I love Sherman Hemsley. And I was I remember I think it was on one of our episodes. I was like, what the hell is this show? I never heard of this show. So, yeah. I just like to give a little love to 30 episodes to write 30 episodes of F Troop. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, I know it was um the, like the the guys that created it uh were uh writers too. Seaman, what's that? Would you say Seaman, bro? This yeah, is a family uh, like show. S- Why S- the hell are you saying Seaman over here? No, no, S E A M A N Jacobs, who who wrote on a lot of shows. And now you're now you're naming me too. This is ridiculous. Yeah, well, hey, but um he did he wrote for um uh shows like The Adams Family, The Lucy Show, I Dream of Genie. The Andy Griffith Show, Here's Lucy, and even Different Strokes, speaking of Conrad Bain. Well, strangely, and I didn't know that, I don't really know this show either, but was it Car 54, Where Are You, or something? Where Are You? Mm -hmm. Herman Munster, right? Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn, and it looks like Larry Storch was on this show. Oh, okay. Wow. So we're we're actually doing the Munsters soon, kids, for Halloween time. To coincide get, get, get with the new, to, uh, the new brilliant film by Robert Zombie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. We'll save judgment. We'll save uh, judgment. We're going to be good kids. We're going to save judgment until we see that beautiful piece of cinema. Um, but yeah, so I thought there. I saw a clip of uh, that car 50. Is it 54? Is that what it is? Car 54? Oh, yeah. Car 54. Where are you? This is a movie too, right? Was that based on a movie? Uh, I don't know if it was actually based on a movie, but... Uh... It may have spawned a movie at one point. There was a was a really brilliant scene I found. I think it was on you. 
yeah, it must have been on YouTube, where Gwen and the other cop and Storch are talking, and it's, they're talking about him being drunk, and he's like, he's talking about how he's going to stay sober. And he's telling this long, drawn-out story about, you know that bar on, you know, 5th and Main? Oh, man, you go in there, you take a shot. He goes, God, it's like heaven itself is, you know, flowing through you, whatever. And they're, they're like, yeah. And he goes, I'm going to drive right past that bar. But you know that bar on, you know, 6th and Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, he goes, you go in there, you buy two shots. Boom, boom. And he's like, the third, the bartender buys you the third. Oh, man, it's amazing. He's, but I'm going to drive right by that bar, too. But he's getting more and more drunk as he tells the story. <laughs> as if he's actually taking the shots. <laughs> oh, my God. So by the third one, he's like, you know that bar over on, you know, 15th, and, you know, whatever. And he starts passing out and shit. And uh, Fred Gwynn, he says something. He's like, well, I, I don't think he needs to drink anymore. He just needs to think about it. <laughs> he's just hammered. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty funny. Those two play together I, I, was pretty cool. I, I got to say, uh, uh, Lavish Storch does a, a good, uh, you know, a drunk there, as he, he did in, uh, I know, the episode with uh, uh, where, where the Indians were um, making whiskey you know, that, that was sold, you know, like at the saloon in, in town there. And, uh, and there was the, a rival saloon opened. Well, uh, I'll pop actually, out one of your trivia questions since you kind of hinted at. What was the name of the saloon they like to go to there in town? Oh, crud. Uh, shit. And, and the strange thing was Sergeant O'Rourke was the uh, owner of the saloon. That was my follow-up no one, question. So, yeah, what is the name of the saloon that O'Rourke actually owns? Owns. Uh, oh, crud. What the? I can't remember. Pete's Saloon. Pete's okay. Pete's. It was Pete's Saloon, which is owned by not Pete. I wonder what I didn't look up what O'Rourke's first name is. Do we know what that is? Uh yes, uh, it was. Uh, it's not Pete. Was it? <laughs> uh, Morgan Mor- Morgan O'Rourke. Morgan Sergeant Morgan O'Rourke. Be- because they also uh, get, go into his like Irish roots. Although he's from like uh, Ohio, I believe. Um, so yeah, I, I know they actually said where he's from we went over your other trivia question earlier for the hakawi and the fuckawi but do you know which member of f troop claims to be the only surviving or the sole survivor from the alamo oh crud it it was in the lineup it was the guy at the end he looks older it comes around uh comes up often Oh, what the heck was the guy's name? Because he threw his back out, I know, in the one episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, everyone was getting hurt, but uh, I don't remember the character's Duffy. name. Oh, that was that was Duffy. Okay. Yeah, Duffy. Duffy, it comes up uh, and probably in the 12 episodes I watched the last two days. I think it came up like three times. But when he throws when he throws his back out, yeah, he even says, "Oh, it's from my bullet wound in the Elmo or something." Elmo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was right there alongside Davy Crockett. <laughs> yeah. So, what what were your thoughts uh, in general watching this again? Did you really enjoy it, or were you kind of like, eh? Well, you know, it, it's it's weird. I I definitely have a nostalgia for it too because yeah. it's one of the ones I watched as a kid. Um, 
I I I did enjoy it. I but like you said, some of the stuff still works well, and some of it's a little more problematic in you know like in modern eyes, like as as, as far as the representation. Yeah. But representation's like, not great. The representation's not great, but the actors are so good, yeah. including the ones play, play, playing the Hakawis in that. Yeah. That it, it it's there's such great exchanges and such great you know why yeah the, that the, isn't that hard like Wild Eagle and um cra- was it Crazy Cat Crazy Cat cra- they're so funny what was the first guy too the, there was a f- before Crazy Cat came around there was the other oh what was his the name? older Medicine uh, Man right yeah the yeah the guy the Medicine Man like doing they're dances. all so funny that it's like. <laughs> But and this is more it's almost more forgiving because it's like a product of its time, I guess. Correct. Yeah, no, definitely a product of its time. Just like when we watched Amos and Andy, that was a product of its time. Again, problematic as it was, but it's still. Yeah. You know, that with Amos and Andy, even I never felt like there was any malice in it. It was just like no. it was ignorance. It wasn't malice, right? Correct. No, no, that's that's the perfect word. Yeah, it was just more ignorance and, as you said, product of its time. Like, I feel this, that the, in this, too, like, be, because also the white the white people are so stupid. Correct. Actually, <laughs> you know yes, I mean? the, the white people are the, actually the stupid ones, right. while the, the, yeah, the, the Indians are actually the more sensible ones at times. <laughs> I don't think I could ever hate this show, but it is weird to think no. about the what what it means now and yeah it's weird it's really weird but 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 again found myself enjoying and also you know like and definitely having some good laughs as some especially as you said also the some of the ken berry pratfalls were were great oh yeah like yeah he's great well and it's like in forrest tucker even i feel like any other actor playing that role could have like fallen Behind these amazing, like Ken Berry and uh, Larry Storch are so like, Larry Storch is so out there and crazy and crying. Yep. He's doing the like, um, kind of like a the Gilligan crying, laughing. Ah, he's all over the place. And then you have Ken Berry, who's he's a little more subtle in his lines, but he's like, he's falling all over the place being goofy. Right. But Forrest Tucker stands up against them so well and still is so funny. Yep. Yes, as you said, he's the straight man, but gets lots of laughs right. in doing so. And I feel like that part in any other show would be so easy for him to just disappear. Mm-hmm. So the, I think that's really impressive that he was able to be that good. Definitely. And and for the times she was on screen, Melody Patterson actually, you know, oh, a yeah. lot of times stole the show. She actually gets a lot of screen time, too, for, you know, the fourth build female in a show all about men. Yep. Yeah, she's really but, yeah, good. No, I, 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 I found. Did, did you have like any particular episodes that were your favorites, or? Um, not favorite. Like, honestly, all the ones I watched in the first season, I loved. Um, I don't know what it is about that second season. I liked them, but I didn't love them. And I'm not mm. sure. I not exactly sure what it is. No, I, I, I felt the same way. I actually watched less of the second season mm-hmm. than I did of the first season. I, I watched more episodes of the first season. I watched, I think, I watched the first five in the first season and then the last two. And then I watched, uh, what does that give me? I watched five in the fourth or the second season. 
So, yeah, I mean, they were good, but they weren't as good, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, do you know why the show was canceled? Technically, it was canceled, I guess. They were really good reviews, really good uh, ratings. Do you know why it ended? No. Another studio bought Warner Brothers at this time. And it turns out that this whole show was shot at the Warner Ranch at the Warner Brothers lot. And they came in, bought the net or bought the studio and were like, wait, you have your entire ranch dedicated to one show. That's ridiculous. Also that second season, when they went to color, guess what happened? The price basically doubled to go to color. Uh, Well, where nowadays like doing a black and white thing, it's like, if you actually wanted to do it on film would cost an arm and a leg because you can't find that anymore. You know, but if you do it, digi- you do it everything digitally anyway. Nowadays, I don't. They said negotiations fell through, and they were like, "Cancel it." So, but yeah, yeah. it was actually doing really well in the ratings too. So it's one of those weird that, things that, where it was a victim of uh, an overhaul. You know, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I found the uh, the medicine man. Uh, that was Roaring Chicken. Roaring Chicken. Yeah, the, he was funnier yeah, in hell too. Like I liked him too. He was an older guy, though, so I wonder why he... Yes. Yeah. hope he didn't he was die the, to yeah, the, show. the older uh, medicine man, and he was the son of Sitting Duck. Are you on his IMDb? <laughs> um, oh, no, just... Oh. Uh, I was going to say, uh, he yeah, didn't like, die. That's why he the... left the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was also the narrator of, of um, Everwatch uh, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle, Adventures of uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, yeah. I used to love that show. Fractured Fairy Tales. He was the uh, narrator. <laughs> Hmm. And he also played Chief Screaming Chicken on the uh, 1966 Batman show. <laughs> but yeah, no, th- th- this was definitely a good show. Um, I don't know if you're ready to you know, p- p- put it into the list yet, but uh, it's like in comparison to some of the shows that we watched in season one, did you like it Better, worse. Again, this is our list of favorites, so it falls a little higher yes. than I would probably put it for quality wise. Right. I was uh, I was shocked where I was like, there was a certain point where I'm like, I can't go any lower with it because of my nostalgia, and I like it. So, like I, I love the cast so much. <laughs> mm. So, um, yes. So my. My top 10 were Night Court, News Radio, Friends, Raising Hope, Honeymooners, Bob Newhart Show, Mary Tyler Moore. Modern Family, The Norm Show, and Living Single. Okay. I am. I'm going to slide this in between. And it was hard. Trust me, it was hard. I'm going to slide this in between the Bob Newhart show and the Mary Tyler Moore show. Wow, that high. Okay. I think I like it just a little more than the Mary Tyler Moore show, but not much. Okay. I know. I know. Trust me. I know. (laughs) Yeah, now I want to know where you're going to, where you're going to slide it in, daddy. (laughs) For, For me, like, okay. 
Yeah, my, my top 10 was uh, uh, Modern Family, Mary Tyler Moore, Honeymooners, Friends, Bob Newhart, Odd Couple, Night Court, News Radio, Raising Hope, Living Single. Right after that was Andy Griffith, Different Strokes, Amos and Andy. I would actually... And like I'm, 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 I'm actually thinking of put this right above Andy Griffith. So this is it's you're, just out of the top ten. You're eleven. Yeah, number eleven. Okay. Well, if that for that would make it my what seventh? One, two, three, four, five, six. It makes it my seventh. So we're not so far off. No, 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 not 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 so far off. Again. The crazy thing is, I have a lot of nostalgia for this show, too. And you're Just, older than me, you know, so you may have even more nostalgia for it than I did. Because you were probably right. a little older, comprehending it a little more. I think I was mm-hmm. honestly like, cowboys and Indians, eh, you know, like that. But in a yeah. chi- in a young boy's brain, what yeah, what but, but what's you, you, more important than cowboys and Indians? <laughs> yeah, and the crazy thing is, you know, when I was young, that was a bigger thing. Cowboys and Indians was still a right. thing. It's not like... You know, nowadays. But don't forget, I grew up with my grandfather from 1923, so. Oh, there, okay, that, that that definitely has an effect there. My grandparents were both born in 1923. They had oh, my mom okay. when they were 40. So they oh, were, and okay. they were 63 by the time I came around. So when I was with them, it was literally like F Troop, I Love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke Show. I was watching the old shit, and that's why I love this kind of stuff, so. Yes, same here. I monsters. I really loved. What, what's that? And the monsters. <laughs> oh, and the monsters. All them old black and white shows I was watching with my grandpa. Right. Although, as I said earlier, it's like I would be like, oh, if a show most of the time also had like color seasons, I would be, you know, it's like, oh, I want to see one of the color ones back in the day. But, but also, yeah, some of the times I didn't care because. You know, like my first TV was actually like a black and white TV, <laughs> like uh, like my own TV. I got to say, w- when you see the color of season two of F Troop, it's beautiful. It, it, it really pops the mm-hmm. color. Yeah. But you know, like like you actually see, you know, like really see the eyes of the, you know, the, the characters like, you know, like the eye color. And it's it's just like really cool. But colorized things always drove me nuts. I hated when they st- that was the trend some years ago. But yeah, I was I was honestly surprised. And I, the more I thought about the Mary Tyler Moore show, I love that show too. But I think this one is yeah. just a tad higher for me. I don't know why. Mm. There's something in the young boy brain of mine that's like, yay, about this show. And it's also, again, one of those shows, like I said with news radio, I talk to people about the show or I try to and no one fucking knows it anymore, you know? Sadly. Which is insane. Like think, thinking about that, it's like, wait a second. You don't know, you know, F Troop. You don't know News Radio. It's like, it, it's. I I love the fact of like, you do have some young people finally discovering some of these things again. That's what we're trying to do. But, if you're a young person listening, we're trying exactly. to 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 let these things live on past his old ass. Okay, that's what we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I mean, you're beautiful, beautiful place. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, no, I, I definitely in, enjoyed watching this again. Although I, I, I did have to uh, pay for it <laughs> as, as I was mistaken on YouTube. Yeah, what the hell? I had the DVDs. But, but yeah, you were like, oh, I found a playlist on YouTube. I was like, oh, good. That's good. 
Yeah, here, here's the thing. The playlist is a guy that has a thing that he watches certain episodes and then comments. That it's it's not the full episode. Oh, you know, He's I think I did his, see that yeah, older guy yeah. who talks. Yeah, I think I did yes. see that <laughs> when I so was, I was like, looking for. Oh, that's not what I need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a fun show. It's a flawed show, unfortunately, these days. But I would say check it out if you're at all interested in the subject matter. Definitely, and and you know, yeah, look 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 at it with a you know different set of eyes, knowing that hey, for its time, this was acceptable for its time. But yeah, now in the modern, if you're a fan of goofy, like a lot of these '60s show have that goofy feel, which I love. Yes. Um, but the slapstick is phenomenal. Is great. Not only from and Ken Barry, he's amazing, but there's so much good slapstick. All of them. In this. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 also uh, another recurring thing. You you mentioned the cannon. The the other recurring uh, thing. Agar taking off his hat and hitting a guy with it. <laughs> I don't know why they all say you're so dumb. Oh yeah. Hey, who's saying <laughs> dumb? Yeah. Like, Agar. I don't later know on. why they're always saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's always yeah, but, O'Rourke saying that. <laughs> but unfortunately, R.I.P. to everybody. Uh, Larry Storch is the most recent death. Yes. Kenberry's dead. Forrest Tucker died in like '86. He died the year I was born. Um, and even Melody Patterson is dead. She died at 66, I believe, of cancer. So, yes, and, and as I learned, one of the other guest stars on on season two, where where there's a kid that's. Uh, Wanting yeah. to be a soldier. Oh, end the show on a happy note, you prick. Here we go. Yeah, let's let's end the show on a happy note. <laughs> hey, who's the most depressed uh, child in cartoon history? Well, guess what? Go ahead, Nick. Good grief. Good fucking grief. <laughs> we, we, we found the voice of Charlie Brown. <laughs> it, it was, uh, where is it? Uh, uh, episode 19 of season two. Peter Robbins is the kid. Who did you know some other shows? But he's probably most famous for being the voice of Star- uh, Charlie Brown in a lot of the famous <laughs> ones. A boy named Charlie Brown. Those are the earliest ones, right? Yeah, Charlie the Brown TV Christmas. Specials. Yep, the TV specials. Uh, was it? The, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah, th- this this was uh, Peter Robbins, and unfortunately, he died at the beginning of the year. He had some mental issues. Charlie Brown Kids, the most depressed cartoon child in history, took his own life. All right. Thanks, everyone, for there tuning in to <laughs> Good grief. Wow. <laughs> what a blockhead. You just fucking had to save that for the end. Cheer everyone up right before you. Yeah, yeah cheer, cheer everybody up. Yes. Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah, shot, shot himself in the peanut. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. <laughs> well, where can no, they find uh, anyway. us, Nick? What, 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 what do you call this thing? Twitch? What is, what is yours, uh, JJ? Oh, sorry, I was twitching. Twitch.tv slash BidwellFog. B-I-D-W-E-L-L-F-O-G. Check me out on YouTube over there. Noob Sweat. Doing some gaming stuff, yeah. And then uh, for me, I am Twitch.tv slash Netnik191. So if you're watching this live, it's the one you're watching live. <laughs> Woohoo! Sitcom My Face at, uh, gmail. at gmail.com. 
Facebook.com slash sitcom my face. All the videos go up there. All the videos, you know, go up at Internet Archive, too. That's fun. Uh, they're actually getting a lot of views over there, and people comment over there, which I didn't realize Internet Archive was so active. But Yes, and also, yeah, ch- please check out our YouTube channel. Yes. <laughs> yes, some of you and, are. Which we are lo- lo- looking to actually to start streaming to YouTube sometime this season. Yeah, we got to work out uh, work that out because I can't remember my password. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we'll work that out as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work that and youtube and tells point, me that if i go live on youtube we get more viewers so i'm gonna listen to them and ooh, say that's the thing must listen to youtube uh and then you know like if you want to check out our twitter which we really don't have much out there it's uh at sitcom my face uh, I, you know what? I'll, I'll like to at least put links to the uh to the youtube videos oh i link it that, i link that, all be a good i link start. all of our stuff too and all of our podcast and our youtube yep. too so facebook posts perfect so i guess until next time i hope um jay you know what i hope i think that you hope these sweet sweet viewers out there will sit calm our damn faces that's right and never stop goodbye